Hi, this is Zestin Wishes, Musings of a Teen Artist. My name is Jane, and I'm a teen with constant wonderings, thoughts, and wishes, and this podcast is where I share them in hopes that you will probably connect to them. This is my first ever episode, which, I'm not gonna lie, that is very nerve-wracking, but also exciting. I think I'm mostly excited. I'm really excited to see where this can go, and I've always juggled the idea of starting a podcast, but now I'm really starting so it's kind of like the real thing so I'm figuring out all the little knickknacks as I go but I think that this is going to be a really exciting experience and opportunity for me to just grow as a person and a creator and I hope that this podcast is something that you can really really connect to truly I hope that's what this whole thing is okay so let's get right into the first episode So today I'm going to talk about the power of creative inspiration. And more specifically, I'm going to talk about where I get my inspiration from, feeling guilty about taking inspiration, and also just the beauty of being inspired by other people and other artists. And the reason I wanted to talk about both the good things and the bad things is because I feel like when we think about inspiration, it's always, it's always the good things. Like we think, oh, I'm going to be inspired and I'm going to like, I'm going to watch a video, I'm going to make something, I'm going to do something, and that's great, inspiration is beautiful, but I think there's a lot of bad parts that come with feeling inspired that people don't really talk about, so that's what I hope is that with this episode, I can talk more about those things, and hopefully it's something that you can relate to, and know that it's not something horrible or as terrible as you may think it is. So I'll start off on a positive note. I'm going to talk about where I get my inspiration from. I'm a traditional artist, so I mostly work in sketching or just drawing or I paint either with acrylic or watercolor, although I do like watercolor more. If you go on my Instagram, there's my art Instagram. There's a lot of, I post a lot of pictures of my work there. So that's where all the visuals are. But whenever I get an idea to do something, it's it's always different. Like the creative process, I know some people have a very structured creative process where they'll get an idea from a specific place or a time and then they take that idea and they make it something that's like a draft and then then they take that draft and they get feedback. And I know like some people have very structured ways of creating something, which I think is great, but that doesn't always tend to be what I do. A lot of the times the stuff I do is kind of more spontaneous driven spontaneous driven spontaneous driven okay I think that's how you say it but it's more spontaneously driven (laughs) and I noticed that a lot of the stuff I get inspired by is from other artists or other creative people so I always get inspired by movies or songs or books or stories so for movies one of my favorite movies is La La Land I I love this movie. I could spend a whole hour just talking about how much I love this movie. I think it's amazing. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. But I really think that the colors and the story and everything is just so well written and well thought out. And it's just it's just a masterpiece, really. And after I watch the movie, I always feel this need to do something creative. The characters in the story are very creative driven and when I see that happening, I think to myself like, oh, I I feel inspired now to go do something else myself, which is really nice. So that's like a movie example. I am also very inspired by songs and music in general because I think we all know that when we hear, you know, when you hear a song and then it it just hits different, like you just, 
for me that's I feel like everyone has that song or songs that makes them feel a certain way where they want to do something or create something and for me I have like songs that can make me feel really confident when I'm walking down the street but then I also have songs that I listen to and I think like oh my god what is life and then I have songs that I listen to and I feel very creatively driven or think of some vision in my head and I want to bring that concept into my artwork so I'm very inspired by music and just in general I think I really like music some of my favorite artists slash bands are Tigers in the Sky um I love I I think I love all the genres I don't think there's a single genre that I don't like some days I wake up and I want to listen to hip-hop some days I wake up and I just want to listen to acoustic music and it's just there's always a range and it's always depending on how I feel that day and and I think that music is something that a lot of people relate to I mean of course there are people that don't like music but like almost every single person I come across loves music to some extent music is a form of art and the fact that so many people I mean I can't think of anyone who doesn't like music to some extent but Everyone loves their own little section of music or large section like me. And that's very powerful that something like music completely captures people. Whenever people hear music, I'm sure that people experience in different ways, but ultimately they either feel inspired or moved or they just like the vibe of it. You know, there's the music is really impactful and powerful. And every time I think about that, it just, it's very interesting to me how powerful music can be. It can really connect people and it can make people remember a moment. You know, when you, you know, okay, so I make these playlists and I keep my playlist. So even if I don't like, if even if I don't listen to an album, for example, anymore, I still keep it in my playlist. So when I go back and I look at what I was listening to like a year ago and I play it, it's so weird. I'm, I'm like transported back into the time. So I have playlists that I have saved from back in middle school. It's like this weird time machine back and, I, and I'm and i suddenly like in the mind of my 12-year-old self and it's the weirdest feeling. I don't know if it's a good feeling or a bad feeling, but it really it's very interesting that music can really capture that feeling of being in a moment. So recently, I've been listening to Chloe and Holly's album, Ungodly Hour. It's so good. Please listen to it. It's like uh, just everything their voices the lyrics the sound and how the background instrumentals go so well with their voices it's just this whole album is amazing and i they're i think they're incredible singers and incredible artists and just wow i i just discovered them recently but they have they have amazing voices and just amazing music so definitely give them a listen chloe and holly for ungodly hour let me think. I'm like, I'm scrolling through my music right now, just trying to see what I've been listening to a lot of lately. I've been listening to the La La Land soundtrack lately, but that's not anything new. I'm trying to find something else. Um, let's see. I've been listening to Harry Styles a lot lately, too. His new album is amazing, and so is his first, so definitely listen to him if you haven't already. And another artist I like a lot is Dodie. You probably already know her, but she she's an incredible songwriter as well. So. so as I'm scrolling through my music, I notice I have a ton of artists that I don't really listen to anymore. And I actually think maybe I should clean out my music library. Recently, I've been cleaning out a lot of stuff. 
Um, I completely decluttered my room a couple, I think a week ago. Yeah, a week ago. I, I just decluttered my entire room. I got rid of all the clothes I don't wear, all the random objects that I've accumulated over the years. And it feels great to get rid of all this stuff. I, the next day I watched this minimalist documentary and I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this because I never would have thought that, that minimalism would be a good thing like two years ago. But after I watched the documentary, I just, I kind of want to become a minimalist or at least adopt some aspects of being a minimalist because I think there's beauty in having objects that just serve a purpose. And especially over the past years, I've kind of had a hoarder mentality and like, oh, I have to have this thing. And then I keep it and it's like in my drawer for multiple years, just collecting dust. And every time I look at it, I think, oh, that's okay. And I just like close the drawer and I pretend it's not there. And then I either feel bad about buying it or getting it or whatever. So I just got rid of everything. I strongly recommend you do the same. Anything that you don't use or that you really know is just sitting around, get rid of it. And you don't have to throw it away, but I think it's definitely worthwhile to go through your stuff and really figure out what things what things you have that aren't necessary to your life or aren't necessarily making your life better for you. It is absolutely 100% worth it. And once your environment where you are is clean and you enjoy it and it's something that makes you feel special or safe, you can really flourish in creativity. I find that when my life kind of quote-unquote falls apart, and I look at my room, my room is messy. Once my room is neat, I tend to be able to think straight and I get like my stuff together. When I say mess, it's not just a couple things. It's like there's stuff all over the floor. Everything is disorganized. And I always look at it and I tell myself I'm going to clean it up, but I don't really clean it up. And half of that stuff is stuff I don't even use. So hopefully now that I have a really decluttered room, it'll be a lot easier to clean my room and also won't get as messy because there's less stuff for it to be messy with if that makes sense there's less stuff that will make my room potentially messy that's what i'm trying to say and so my environment plays a huge role in how i feel inspired and how i feel overall and even things like when i go out to the park or go on a walk or just see photos of nature of trees of plants of animals i always i always feel very attached and grounded i don't know why it's this very it's this nice feeling when I see a tree and I see there's a lot of sunlight the sky is beautiful the birds are singing I'm I feel so lucky that I'm able to see those things every day and I just every time I see nature I'm very inspired to create something a lot of my artwork has plants in it if you look at my artwork my Instagram is at incredible things aft incredible how do I spell it I should know this probably I have two Instagram accounts okay so I have incredible things aft that's incredible thing s-a-f-t and I also have zestandwishes.podcast, which is for this podcast right here. So anyways, what was I talking about? All right, nature. Okay, so I noticed that in a lot of my artwork, I have a lot of aspects of nature. So for example, this watercolor painting I was working on recently, it's this portrait of a girl and she's kind of standing. It's like just her upper torso and she's looking off into the distance and she's just unraveled in vines and plants and flowers and objects and there's a bird and a lot of that inspiration came from things I saw in real life in nature when I go camping or just go on a walk or even when I see photos online of flowers and boutiques and stuff like that those are the things I'm inspired by the colors the whole vibe of just natural things and 
that really translates over into my artwork. And so that's another example of how I get inspiration from things in my environment. And I'm sure a lot of other people have the same thing that I do where they're inspired by nature or maybe not nature, but something in their life. So one time I was inspired by the city, New York City, and just the people there, the diversity, and I wanted to create this sketchbook spread and the whole thing was like people everywhere and I used colors and made kind of a backdrop of paint, of blue paint, and it was this it was this it was a small piece of artwork, but it was inspired by a place and people. So that's another environmental inspiration that I got. And all of these things, movies, songs, you know, places, it's just all of it has to do with people and their experiences and their stories and their artwork or their work even and that and I had this realization pretty recently that everything that I'm inspired by aside from things that purely come from nature a lot of the things I'm inspired by come from other people or come from general concepts and in reality that I think that's very incredible and I think that's very beautiful but in the moment sometimes they're ugly parts that come along with feeling inspired by other people. And that's kind of the negative part I wanted to talk about because when we feel inspired, it sounds like, oh, inspiration. It sounds very beautiful. Like I'm going to make a Pinterest board or something. I don't even know how to use Pinterest. I never used it. But anyways, inspiration sounds very happy and perfect and lovely and like a very joyous experience. And it usually is for me and it should be. But I think inevitably people experience self-doubt or they feel like an imposter or something and that kind of that kind of ruins feeling great about being inspired and instead when you feel inspired you feel kind of like oh god is this really me so I'm going to dive more into it so first there is the fear of copying someone there is a huge difference between copying someone versus being inspired by someone And this is something I didn't really understand for a while because let's say someone posted a picture of their artwork on Instagram and I came across it and I thought, wow, that's beautiful. And then I kind of want to recreate it into my own work. I used to think that if you looked at someone else's artwork and you got inspired and you made your own based on their artwork, that that was copying. And that is not copying in my opinion because you're not just copy pasting their work and saying that it's yours you are inspired by them you're taking their idea and you're changing it up with your own thoughts your own experiences your own wishes and you're making it your own and then it's yours it's originally yours so that's there's kind of like this line between oh god am i copying them am i just like being am i just copying them or am i being inspired and it's this balance between being inspired and copying that it's really important to understand the difference between the two. And I used to take those moments of being inspired by other people's work and I thought to myself, oh, this is copying. I can't I can't do that. This is wrong. And I would feel bad about it. And if I did make my own artwork based off of other people's work, I would also feel bad about it. Even if I wasn't sharing, I'd feel kind of like deep down. I was like, this isn't your work. That you're just you're just literally you're a copier. And that's that's not true. I took their concepts, but I changed it up completely with my own vision, and that made it mine, and that's beautiful. And of course, if you're creating something with an intentional inspiration from someone, you want to credit that original artist, because although you are changing it to make it your own work, I think it's 
important and also it's really nice to recognize the person who originally came up with something it's like it's almost like you're honoring their work with your own in a sense you're recreating something because of what they originally did and that's really great I don't think it's right to beat yourself over appreciating someone else's work and then therefore creating something of your own it's impossible to be 100% just you, just your mind being creative. Creativity is fueled by many things. It's accumulation of your own thoughts and experiences, but also other people's thoughts and their work. And that's a concept that I've really tried to understand and remember so that I never feel guilty over getting inspired by someone else and then creating something of my own. I think it's important to accept that I'm the result of other people's experiences, but also my own experiences. Everyone is just impacted by everyone, and it's this whole intertwined circle of inspiration and inspiration and creation. And I think it's totally understandable to feel guilty because naturally I think a lot of us respect artists and other creators so much that we see their work and obviously we see all the hard work that goes into it and then we feel like how dare I take that and then try to make it my own thing and again that's where we really have to remember that there's a difference between copying someone and being inspired by someone but inspiration being inspired by another person's hard work or being inspired by another person's experience and then taking that inspiration and how you connected with them and changing it up into more of your own thing, that's different because your new artwork then is completely yours. It was just the origin of inspiration just came from someone else. And if you think about it, every single artist was inspired by something else. There's this quote, I don't know exactly where it came from, but it says that art inspires art. And that is so true. I 100% agree because creative passion fuels creative passion. And that's so true. I see I see it in the way that I create art. I'm like majority of the time I'm inspired to do something. I see other artists bringing out their creativity. And I think, oh, what can I do to bring out my creativity? And then I create something. And it's this circle of being inspired that's not a sad trap of feeling guilty and feeling like you're copying everyone but it's this place where everyone can share and grow and people become more individual and that's that's the beauty of people inspiring each other to become better and people inspiring each other to become better creators better artists better just in general a better person and we do that by connecting and growing together through artwork and I think this whole concept of creative inspiration applies to general inspiration too. Like sometimes when I'm feeling very low motivation, I'll go on YouTube, I'll search up those um, like study videos where if I have to do a lot of work and I really don't feel like it, but I know I have to do it, I think I might as well feel motivated and inspired. Videos of people saying like, here's a day of studying with me. And then I feel inspired because I think, okay, someone else is also going through the same thing that I am. And that means I can do it too. When we see other people going through experiences, we see those experiences in ourselves. And that's and that's kind of the core of inspiration is that inspiration is in a sense aspiring to be something else, but not in a way that's self-deprecating or feeling or not in a way that's self-deprecating or that 
or guilt tripping, but in a way that's beautiful and that makes you want to become the best version of yourself. And that's not a scary, competitive, um, toxic thing. It's a beautiful thing. And it's something that I have tried to embrace more. And I think that a lot of people also need to embrace more, which is that 100% originality is nearly impossible. There is always going to be some aspect of inspiration from other people. And that's fine. We have to get more comfortable with it. And I feel like with social media nowadays, everything is so go, go, go. You have to be the best. You have to do this, do that, you know, and it gets really overwhelming. And then on top of that, social media picks out the most talented people in the world and they put their work up and then they kind of set this standard for like, this is what your artwork has to be and it can't be anything else. And then so you feel kind of maybe bad about your own artwork. You think maybe I'm not good enough. But then at the same time, when you try to go after those styles of the artists that are really doing well, you it's either not your work or you feel guilty for copying them quote-unquote copying them and it's just a bad cycle and I think if people including me embrace the fact that we can be inspired by others that's 100% okay that's natural that is when we can truly grow as long as you provide credit when it's important to put in credit to an artist and as long as you stay true to what you really think about your artwork and as long as you do things for mostly yourself and don't try to change up your own artwork or yourself solely for the purpose of other people, then it's completely okay to feel inspired and recreate something. And that's the last thought that I want to leave you on. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it if you did listen all the way through. This is, I'm just starting off with this podcast, so it really means a lot to every single person that puts in their time to listen to this. I'll be publishing a new episode every week. You can check out my public anchor page or my Instagrams for more detailed updates and behind the scenes. The Instagram for this podcast is at zestandwishes.podcast. It's on Instagram, and I just post daily things on my stories and posts, and you can kind of see the behind the scenes of how I come up with ideas. And next week's episode is going to be all about the importance of visual representation. I'm going to be talking about movies like To All the Boys I've Loved Before and Black Panther. I'm going to talk a little bit about the fashion industry and advertising and a lot more. So tune in next week to hear that. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a lovely day, night, afternoon, whatever the time of the day it is. And that's it for this podcast on Zest and Wishes.